hello friends and thank you for joining me. This is John Marsh. You're listening to the Access Potential Podcast. And today on the show, I've got one of my great friends and mentors, Cole Clayton, back again. I've had Cole on a couple of times. I've known Cole for over a decade and he's been a really important part of my life. And today we talk about human design. So This is something that Cole's been across for many years and it came up in a mentoring session I had with him uh, around 2014 where we had about two, two and a half hours together and he took me through the human design work, uh, gave me my chart, I was what's called a manifesting generator and then after that I pretty much uh, left it alone. The chart didn't really resonate too much. I thought it looked kind of cool, and that was about it. Now, I've noticed it's picking up. It's starting to trend a little bit in other areas, so I came across it uh, in the last few weeks and uh, took another look, and super interesting stuff. So I wanted to get Cole on here to talk about it and take us through a little bit more, go a little bit deeper. So really interesting conversation. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, Without further ado, let's jump in. This is John Marsh, and you're listening to the Access Potential Podcast. And today I'm here with Cole Clayton. I was trying to think back to, I had my, I was trying to think back to when we did a call together and it had to have been, I know it was while I was in Melbourne, so it had to have been like 2015, something like that. And I looked through my old email accounts and I couldn't find when it was. I remember doing it though, because I remember where the computer was sitting. And I remember going through some stuff at the time, I think a bit of relationship stuff. And uh, we covered a bit in the call. It was like a solid two hour call, maybe two and a half. And one of the things that you uh, took me through at the start or somewhere in the call was this human design work Mm. and i remember getting the chart and you sort of read me back a little bit of it and we talked about it and to be honest it didn't really land like it just didn't really resonate at the time The, the the work that we did in the call landed but the human design chart i remember showing it to ruby and saying hey how cool does this chart look but not really like clicking at all with any sort of significance or any sort of, you know, linkage up to sort of how I was living or how I was walking through the world. And um, then I, some reason came across it recently and went back through it, put my stuff into it. So I was a manifesting generator, which we'll get into all that stuff and and was kind of blown away by all of the stuff that was um, linking up to how I was living. So I wanted to, yeah, circle back around and, and, um, and maybe if you can like kick us off into what your introduction was to human design, what you think, what it is to you um, and anything that kind of comes to mind from your perspective on it. Yeah, cool. Is it trending at the moment or something? Because someone I else, might, I think it might be trending. Yeah. yeah okay. But it's an sense. it's an old system. Like it's been around for I don't know exactly how long, but I'm guessing about twenty years. I think the eighties or nineties. Yeah. Right. Apparently, like I, a, a accountant or some like a really logical sort of guy came up with it. Well, he channeled it. Yeah. He like channeled it. I've listened to a lot of his stuff. Like, but many years ago now, um, he was living in a like basically a cave as I, as the story goes. And um, yeah, he went in and <clears throat> like a voice came to him and said, you know, basically, are you ready to work yet? And he was like, okay. And he just, that basically all the information came through in his voice and he wrote it all down. So he knew the system back to front. He passed away in his early sixties. Um, I guess it comes back down to, good old Paul check again, um, had a, had a mate called, called Doug, um, who, who I really love. He's a, a legend bloke. Um, Doug Hetrick is his name. So if you want a really pro super experienced human design chart, look him up, Douglas Hetrick. 
H-E-T-R-I-C-K. Um, he's, yeah, he's, he's easy to find on Facebook or something. He's, he's a legend. And he, he just embodies it. He just lives like, he just lives through his design. His generator just responding, responding, responding. Um, so I went, yeah, I, I, like the, the, the advertising was if you're feeling lost and need purpose and direction in your life, um, okay, is that better? Yeah. Um, if you need purpose and healing uh, direction in your life, then go and have this human design reading. So I was like, yeah, okay. So I drove a couple of hours to meet this, this wild guy, Doug, and he sat me down and he just took me through it. And I was like, wow, that's cool. And so I listened to it because he recorded it. I listened to it about, this would have been, this would have been about 14 years ago. I listened to it many times actually to sort of understand it. But then I started to like put other people's names in and see how their design was looking as you do Uh, and going like, Oh wow. Like that person does that. That's exactly how they act. And then I started to try and understand like more and more the types and the gates and the crosses and the channels um, that are associated with it. I kind of got used to it. Like I got reasonable with it and I, I, I've forgotten a lot of it now. Um, but the biggest thing for me is it, it, what it drives is how you make a decision. Mm. So, um, um, you know, it's a, for me, it's a tool. So, you know, if you, if you just, it's like, you know, it's like Byron Katie, right? If you know Byron Katie, the work, you know, ask four questions and turn it around. Like, <laughs> it, uh, you know, is that true? Can you really, you know, if you do that, all the time for every little problem that comes up like it's 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 like using a drill for everything like mm. you can you can store a piece of timber with a drill but it, it takes a lot longer <laughs> you know and using a circular saw and it's messier yeah so like which tool for which job and where human design for me came in or comes in really useful especially if i'm using it with coaching is decision making because so many people are lost often with decision making and just like oh should i do this should i do that how do i know that that's the right thing how do i know this is my like i'm on track with this and just understanding um the process of decision making relative to those types i think can be really super useful because mm-hmm. it takes out a lot of the fucking head game of it yeah take us back through um take us back through the like if someone's listening, you know, so you go to this chart, like it, you put in the details, like just take us through a quick run through of what you're, what you're kind of talking about and what people get out of it. Some of the different types, that sort of thing. Yeah. So my understanding of it, which is like, let's just clarify. I'm no human design practitioner or anything like that. I've just yeah. come across it in my own personal growth and, and use it occasionally to help people because there are helpful things. So I'm by no means an expert in it, but the system works on, um, so your, your birth coordinates, so where you were and what time you were born and what year you were born and what month you were born, um, all goes in to make the chart as accurate as it can. So there's a, there's a lineup of planets, planetary alignment at that specific time. Right. And so there's nine energy centers in that system. Um, and they're all connected by these channels and on each side of any channel is a gate and the numbered gate. So all these gates are based on the hexagrams of the I Ching. So if you know the I Ching, it's kind of like an ancient book of, wisdom and knowledge so you can go to it with a problem some people use it i I don't think it's its proper use but i'm no you know ancient chinese person but um some people use it for like fortune telling or whatever but i don't think that's the point of it i think it's there like as insight and guidance book of wisdom so there's these 64 hexagram structures and these gates are based on those structures so it's kind of like an amalgamation of there's the the according to what Doug told me, there's the tree of life in there. There's, there's the hexagrams, the I Ching, there's a chakra system, Mm -hmm. although they have nine chakras in this system. Um, There's astrology, you know? So there's like this whole fusion of, of different systems to kind of give, 
you know, like each system gives you a little snapshot. This thing's like trying to pull them all together in a synthesis, you know? So as you know, like when you synthesize a bunch of different information, it can come through as something pretty powerful. Um, so ultimately what does that distill down to? It distills down to, you can be a, a generator, a projector or a reflector. And then in the generator, there's the manifesting generator is kind of a subclass of that. Is there a pure manifester or no? Oh yeah, there is too. Sorry. Yep. Yep. So yep. That makes five, doesn't it? Yeah. Projector manifest. Projector. Yeah. Yeah. Reflection. So, so, so like when I put my, uh, in, you know, for full context, like, you know, my dad was a physicist, as you know, like I was, I was, I am an engineer. Like I look at stuff <laughs> pretty straight down the line. Um, <laughs> and also, um, yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, that's the, that's the top, that's the top Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, what I was getting at is like, you know, so w- when I go and I put my thing, my dates and details, and I kind of want to ask you a little bit about that as well, but I put myself into there. It spits out this chart. It says you're a manifesting generator. And then it tells you a description about um, how you, you know, how you best make decisions or your inner authority, I think it's called. Um, what, what happens if you don't trust that inner authority? I think it was called frustration for me. Yeah, the not self thing. Yeah, not self thing. So it basically spits out a whole bunch of stuff that talked about how I kind of would approach would approach life subconsciously. Um, what um, when you first found it? Because you you're a manifesting generator as well, aren't you? Yeah, we share that, man. Mine's a, mine's a, as we, we were talking about this last night on the phone, but mine's a completely different channel to yours. So my expression of that is quite, quite different to yours. But it's why we resonate because we're both essentially creators. Um, but we do so for a totally different frequency, basically. So on the surface, you've got, uh, and you know, again, I don't know any details really here, but you've got like projectors who, from what I can understand, kind of like, kind of, um, they, they, they like to be invited to do things. That's right. Is that right? So, so let's look at it from my understanding of the construct. So your reflectors are like 1%, they're very rare. And that that's, so these energy centers I was telling you about, you can have them what they call defined or undefined. So on your chart, that looks like that, it, that it's colored or it's white. Okay. So each of those centers has a color attached to it. Um, but when it's not lit up, it's white. So it's designed to be a reflection to others. Okay. So, so the, 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 the mind center in, in me has no definition. So, um, the, the lower mind center, which is about your, your, um, logic and your insight and like your, like all that stuff you talked about physics and engineering. Right. So I don't have that. So it's not to mean I can't be logical, but like, um, it's really useful for me to be logical for other people to mirror back your logic. Whereas your mind is, is useful thinking wise for you to come up with concepts. So you, you can use your mind for yourself. Yeah. Um, which makes you a good engineer, a good, a good coach, all that sort of stuff, because you've, you've, you've got that sequencing. Whereas, whereas if I try and figure that shit out for myself, it just becomes a washing machine because it's not defined. Right. So there's this definition and there's this um, undefined centers and the undefined centers are what they call. So the definition is the self and the undefines the not self. Right. So what it's saying is when you live in those not self centers, so for you, it was emotions, probably the biggest one and your root center. So you're grounding. Like if you try and live out of that, like I'm, I'm an emotional grounded guy. Like I understand emotions and I'm, I'm, this is my home and this is where my roots are. You know, you're born on a, you lived on a freaking boat. <laughs> it's like you know, It was perfect for you. So if you try and live that way, you're going to be frustrated as hell. 
Yeah. And that's where a lot of people find if you, if you're a projector and you live in the not self, you're going to be bitter. If you're a manifester and you live in the not self, you're going to be angry. And so what defines these types, the reflector has no definition, right? So they're just, uh, until they figure this stuff out, they're lost in the woods because they're just picking up on everyone's everything. They're just reflecting back the world and the world's like dictating to them until they realize they have to be very, very still. I can't remember their not self theme. I've never seen one, never met one. Um, the, 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 the types are defined then by these self, um, by these um, definitions of the self. So the projector um, doesn't have the sacral center defined. So that's the guts. That's like your intuition. Um, oh no, yeah, more gut instinct. Huh? Gut instinct, yeah, yeah. It's the energy center. It's the center. So the projectors don't have a heap of energy. Like if they have energy, they're getting it on the tails of other people's because they're picking up other people's energy and just getting right along with it. And then they get fucking fried, like they get exhausted mm. because, like, my son's projector. He has to like some you just have to go like after school dude just go into your room read a book by yourself just just chill out you know um and and uh yeah they can get fully fried by other people and then so the generators which is about 80 percent of the population they have that center defined the sacral center defined um which means that they that that they're the energy types like we're the doers you know just like go 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 get it done get it done get it done we're the energy centers of the world and then the manifestors um i can't remember the differentiation between a manifestor and the projector if there's something but they um they have their throat defined so i'm guessing the projector's undefined but don't quote me on that <laughs> people um but they they're the ones that can make shit happen they've got their throat defined they can make shit happen they don't mm. but they don't always have the energy to do it right they need the generators around them to get their ideas in track whereas the manifesting generator has the energy and they can also make stuff happen but the caveat to that is the way you make stuff happen so this is the decision piece so the the projectors they have to wait for an invitation so you know hey jara do you want to come and do this with me and then they can go yeah or nah, yeah. But but if they try and get up and make stuff happen, it's it's not going to work. If they try and like create the energy in the room, it's not going to work. Mm. Um, the the generators, um, they they have to they their decision process is to respond. So um, and what they respond to is like stimuli, anything. But you have to use it. Um, my understanding of it a gut reaction to this okay so so um you know uh exactly what you just did you went mm -hmm, like that resonated with you yeah um so like if i say to you after this call do you want to go and get gelato from that that shop where we went before but it was too crowded do you want to go down there and get some yeah that's a, that's a hell yes <laughs> yeah 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 so yeah. So give us, give us a sound that associates with that gelato. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, it's not a hell yes. That was a seven, maybe a uh, six. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> yeah. But you're real, you're, you're understated. <laughs> yeah. That's, that, that's, that's my, yeah, that's my lack of emotional center probably. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I'll be like, like, mm, like that's not really a big thing for me right now. Gelato. Yeah. Right. But if you said you want to go to the beach and, Maybe go for a surf. I'd be like, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yeah. It's like that's a yes, yeah. Yeah. Um, but things it doesn't necessarily have to be an invitation. Like you can respond to all sorts of stimuli, but you've got to respond to it not from your mind, but from your gut. Yeah. So it's interesting because one of the things you mentioned earlier was the uh, lack of the root, which uh, I remember when I, cause I'm just doing, going back through some story work at the, at the moment for a project that I'm doing often, I'll go back and just look through a, lot, a few things to get clear on, on, you know, just where I've come from, what's, what's happened in the past. And, and if I can bring any of that into what I'm doing and sort of how it stacks up. And one of the things was, I remember thinking at, um, you know, from four till 17, 
having the complaint or the the feeling that I, I guess the my way of seeing my existence was that there was no home. We just yeah. moved from one town to another, and I was my complaint to my mom or my parents was like, we're constantly moving. Like we'd move house like all the time, all on the boat. And I remember mom saying that um, her her counter was like, you know, everyone's a citizen of the world, sort of thing. Like you don't, you can go anywhere. Um, but it's interesting that it. This is why I find it crazy that it maps it that it's so much stuff stacks up. You know yeah. what I mean. So um, when you talk about the, because uh, I think what could be really helpful, like for me, what seems to be interesting is this concept of, um, you know, for for a manifesting generator, or if you're a generator, or if you're that person who's looking for a response. It's like, if you find work that you enjoy, I, I've been thinking a lot about this in terms of work. Mm. I'm sure there's probably lots of places you can look at it. Business or work that you enjoy. If I see a signal to do something and there's a gut feeling that it's possible and that I could do it well or that it could be enjoyable, something like that, then there's almost no limit to the amount of work that I can do until I, until I sleep like a baby. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Whereas, and so what happens is if I'm partnered up with someone like someone else who's in that same project or something like that, I can't understand how they can't work really fast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just, yeah. Just, I'm like, well, like, let's go. Like what, what's, 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 what's the problem here? <laughs> yeah, fully. But I, like now I'm starting to see it's just completely different ways of, um, of operating different designs the manifesting generator is quite a nice thing it's um because you've got once you've responded you've got the ability to make shit happen whereas the generator pure generator doesn't really have that because they don't have the throat defined so they don't have that um it's not that they don't have it but it's like it's less favorable for them to, to then go and create something it's much easier for them to to follow a direction and Would then it go be though it. that they don't like in their in in any of the ways like if any of the different expressions or any of the different sort of models or, or charts, if you were generated and didn't have the throat defined, um, it wouldn't be frustrating that you didn't bring so much stuff out to the world because that's that's how you prefer it, right? So you would prefer to be behind the scenes doing the work like being the big driver of a project for example yeah um it's being not the driver you could be in the front it's yeah. just you don't want to like try and make shit happen that's when you get the frustration because you don't have the throat like yeah. um the the, the manifesto generator has the energy to to get up and do stuff and make it happen and um, you've actually got a defined will center as well. So you've got an added bonus that you, you've got like the ability to use your ego to do it as well. Whereas I don't say so like, I can, I can, I can, I don't have uh, quite as much staying power as you. Like you, 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 you've got this thing, like your, your, your ability to focus on one thing and do one thing and say no to things like, it's like, oh God, why doesn't he why doesn't he do this? I want to do this with him and I want to do this with him. And you're like, yeah, no, nah, not now. That's your will. Like, and I don't have that. So I, I don't I, I'm not as good as that. I'm just like, yeah, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. And that that can become exhausting as well, because you end up with too many chickens in the oven trying to roast, you know. <laughs> You've got to be and but what that comes from is my emotional center. So like I guess I, I ride the emotional wave and I understand the emotional wave, but it's not good to make decisions when I'm at the top of it or the bottom. I've got to feel the whole thing through. So before I, what I have to learn is to be more myself is to learn to slow down and let the idea go through a full emotional cycle of right. If I try and jump on it too quick, that's when I take on too many things, say yes, too many times. Talk a little bit about that. Cause I was, you know, I was asking the other night, my, my emotional scene is completely undefined there's not even any of those yeah. little gates and um 
And yeah, so talk a little bit about that because we're basically as opposite as you can get in that I center guess in terms of emotional foundations or whatever you want to call whatever it's well it's just self and not self it's not it's not even so it's to me it's part of myself like to understand and ride the emotional wave is like it's critical to me i'm a big um energy energy you know, like a big energy uh emotional sensual sort of being you know um so like i can feel and i can um understand and and be in the highs and the lows with people right um but your approach to emotions is different because there's the more still you are in your emotional center the more you can reflect back mind to me so you can say to me cole just pull up a second like you've got a million ideas there you're, you're chasing you're starting to try and do them all and you're chasing bright shiny objects come back on purpose what are you doing like what are you really putting your energy into and i'm like oh oh don't say that to me I'm like, yeah damn it he's right you know and i have to sit and ride through that and go yeah okay john was right about that and come back to it you know so you, you've got the ability to that but 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 if you're if you're not living self um then then you can get caught up in my emotional wave and you can go like oh yeah okay great idea Cole. yep let's make it happen and we get halfway through and then we're both frustrated because you don't really you wish you you know you didn't really want to say yes but you said yes because you kind of got on board with the energy and you know and then i'm like oh i wish i didn't start this because i was on a high at the time and made the decision you know it gets messy yeah mm. so you can really start to to appreciate especially if you look at each other's chart like you know you, you you've got you've actually got a bunch of definition um so like that's why i asked you a question last night like a a question that requires a mind like <laughs> i can't figure pricing out for myself so i'm like well john's the most logical person i know <laughs> you've got a center to find logic so it's like i'll ask john what he thinks you know and then you, you kind of go well mate that's your story and what's and then you facilitated the story out of me you know and then and and the start is brilliant so that's a really good example of how to of how to use it and how it how it relates to yourself and to your not self and so we, we people just get so caught up in these not self themes whether it's ideas in their head if their head, mind's not defined or their ideas or their logic's not defined, you know, they try and use all that for themselves and it's, mm. it's, it's, it's not for you. It's for other people. So, so can, in, that, in that model, like for me, the not self is emotional, which is, would that be why, like, if I listen to my emotions, like, like I almost train myself to not listen to them in terms of, say i'm say i'm writing something or say i'm trying to do something or project or whatever like the the last thing that i want to do is listen to my emotions <laughs> as to whether or not i should do it that day because it will take me completely off track is that kind Correct. of like there's just no and then no you'll assistance. get frustrated that's what that means yeah yeah there's none like to in, for your, in order for you to write properly you have to you have to be still in your emotions because it'll reflect back onto the grid like what you need to write about so if you if you go in and try and write from your emotions it's going to be a mash yeah yeah fully and that's that's why like what's cool about what your mum said you like you 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 know if you had a hooked onto that 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 idea i need a home i need a home that would have stirred up that uh root center and you would be like in the not self but because your mind was able to process that and go, yeah, okay, I see what the where where that how that works. It's like you were able to keep the root center still. It's kind of rare. Like you're a really good case example for human design and how it works because because you actually live your design pretty well, even though you didn't know that you knew it, but you did know it. Even well, it's interesting. It. Like a lot of the you know a lot of the conversations we've had over the years, uh, I will come from frustration. So mm. like, I'll be like, I'll be frustrated on something. And so I'll reach out or we'll connect or whatever and talk through it. And I think inadvertently what will happen is you might, you know, coach me or, or help me to see things in a similar way that might be, you know, in a, in a way really helping me to see my, my truth or my way that might be best serving me to go through the situation. And 
I might not know that, that it was in line with human design. Yeah. But I do remember you might ask me, well, what does your gut say? Yeah. You know, what does your gut say? And I'll be like trying to get that and then that will, that will help. Yeah. yeah. What, what Doug said to me when I first got it like 15 odd years ago, and I, I do this with people too. When, when I've cleared that to see if they're a generator is, um, is uh, to write down all the shit that's in your head. So you got like, you know, you got the whiteboard there. You just write down 20 questions that you, you know, like, should I do this? I want to do this. I want to do this. And you just list them down. And then you have someone ask you those questions and you respond with a noise, not with words. Mm. It's really hard for people to do because we're so conditioned to use our mind to solve these solutions. Right. So it's like, you know, do you want to, you know, would you like to write a book? Or would you like to do a short film or would you like to do a long film? Right. I'm just making shit up. So it's like, maybe you say, okay, I'm going to ask you these questions. Would you like to write a book? You know? Well, the thing is about writing a book. No, <laughs> that's not a noise. <laughs> yeah. Like, would you like to write a book? Mm. Yeah. There is, there's, there's your response. Like, you know, um, you know, that coach Rich, Rich Litfin is a, is a, is a generator because he's like a, he's like a hell yes or a hell no, like anything other than a hell yes is a hell no. It's like, he's just going for like full response gut. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like, it's, it's not a bad way to do things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in this concept that a, a lot of people uh, talk about and it's obviously, you know, pretty big at the moment. Um, distraction. Mm. And, um, you know, you want, you, you think you want to do something, whatever it is that day or whatever work you've got on or whatever project. And, you know, maybe you end up distracted somewhere else, social media, like whatever, watching TV, whatever, like the expression is. And so my question is, if there's a lot of people who are generators, and the generator wants to do, wants to be doing, wants to do a lot of different things, potentially not just focus on one thing forever, or it gets triggered by um, signals. Um, do you think that there's like, is that playing out there? Is that distraction or these like, is that basically giving the generators, um, is it really tempting for generators because it's a perfect way to keep kind of engaged and keep keep sort of playing a game and keep doing things does that make sense like it like no unfollow like it talk about distraction for a generator far out go all day doing that couldn't we <laughs> you know so it's like it's giving them like a whole bunch of stuff to respond to but is yeah. that of any use whatsoever typically not you know so what's your how do you how do you come back to uh how do they come back to i guess focus right like how do they come back to what you know, for you, I guess that might be driven differently to, to me if it's that emotional one's locked in or like how does somebody, um, how does somebody move forward or kind of navigate all of that distraction stuff if they're, if they're programmed or, if, you know, in, in terms of this way of thinking about it, if they're sort mm. of set up to do that. Yeah, I know, I know. Hey, I can't give you, I don't have like a full answer for that from the human design perspective because I don't know it well enough that I feel in my gut <laughs> to, to, to tell you exactly. Yeah. But like what I know is the generator does the work until they fall over and then they like what you said, sleep. And I think the manifesting generator likes to do it on a project basis. So it's like, right, we're going to do this podcast. I'm going to be like on and I'm going to be talking and I'm going to be channeling. And, and then once it's off, I'm like, oh, like <laughs> I'm ready to switch off now. Like I'm ready to ready to chill right out and go and lie in the sun and just like I'm done. Yeah. Whereas what happens, I think, with this is it's energy depleting with the phones. You know, like it's um you 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 um it's always on. It's twenty four seven, always on. It's always there. So when that 
washing machine mind um, unless it's defined like starts going off and you start you're kind of like um, wanting just wanting that distraction then boom like you can respond and it feeds you you know and then and then it's absolutely exhausting because it's there and that 24 7 live stream continuously you can always find something to respond to right yeah but you need to have that rest and that's why like to me that's driving a fuck ton of anxiety and um you know like to to use a silly term fear of missing out it's like um you know oh uh, oh wait um and that's that will become exhausting because you don't get the space for that rest you know like for so many people it's the last thing you see at night and the first thing you see in the morning Mm. it's just like what (laughs) so yeah the distractions everywhere and also people you know advertisers understand this and how to pull these strings so Mm. you know like that's why sex is used in advertising so much like the sacral center if 80 percent of the people are generators that are defined sacrally you know and they've got that energy it's like when they see that image it's like "Mm, mm, mm, give me a bit of that you know but the reality of life like with that product but also with sexuality is that it's not available on the back of a bus you know (laughs) um but but you kind of you know that stuff's sort of put in our face like you say distracted all the time so i think essentially the answer to the question is the distraction is exhaustion and and the key is to 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 focus on for those people focus on the gut um and and really wait for those really good gut responses and respond to those and do those and and the and the and for the generator or manifesting generator when they do from what i'm picking up so when when they go off track that like for me it says that my my uh if my not self or if i go off i'm just saying off track here but if i if i do the thing that's not true to how i would or you know go optimally i get frustrated yeah and so if i express all of my energy if i kind of go as the the generator or manifesting generator through all of this different stuff but if it's the wrong thing and if it's not in line with where I want to go, like say it's distraction, something like that, it's, it's super frustrating. Mm. So then you start, then it gets like a cycle, right? But the cool thing that I'm hearing is that if you can figure out that gut listening to as to whether or not you want to engage, if you can channel it at least into something that's useful, you've got the capacity to most likely go all day on whatever it is that's your project that you really want to work on. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Which is awesome. Yeah. And stay, but I think the idea is to stay on that until you're, until you're done, until you're either like exhausted and need to come back to it tomorrow or until it's done. Yeah. Just get the work done. Whereas for the projector, it's different. It's like, you know, they need to wait for the invitation and not get rolled up in the, in the, in the energy of it. But they, they have a, they have an insight and a wisdom that, that can be really useful to projects just go like that's not going to work i'm telling you my intuition tell me you know hey listen to that because that person has a good intuition my son's like like i said like he's he'll just come out with things every now and again and it's just like boom <laughs> brilliant <laughs> brilliant dude <laughs> that's awesome. you know but he'll get fried like he can't go like he's sensitive anyway but like he can't he hates going to school on friday because there's a it's not the normal teacher and and the class is a bit rowdy you know and he's just like i i can't i hate it i can't stay in there it's too noisy and he gets really emotionally upset about having to go in on friday because it's just it's he's it's too much too many generators running around <laughs> running amok yeah. and it's just like i can't handle you just can't handle the frequency of it yeah. yeah he'd rather go and make a garden or something yeah yeah how interesting so mm. it's kind of coming back to like how much how you look at boundaries how you set up your own space like if you need more you know if you might resonate with more kind of quiet time or alone time or that kind of thing as well yeah that's what they need as far as i understand i don't fully get those guys too much um because there's less of them but it's i live with two of them though which is funny um but um 
so yeah, they're, they're, they're good. They're good teachers. They're special people. Yeah. Mm. The projectors. Yeah. The cool uh, thing I've, I also rec- kind of pick up from it is um, it's, it really invites you to look at who you're working with and or living with or, or mm. in your family mm. and appreciate how they walk through the world. And this is regardless really of human design, right? Whether or not these charts are the real deal or not, it's a really cool concept to say, be able to look at you and say, okay, cool. Like Cole's gonna be feeling things in a different way. He's gonna be seeing something in a different way. Um, and then to appreciate that. And it's kind of like how I look at, you know, story and talk to people's stories like well look at how you've lived like this is how you like to do things this is how you like to show up and when i know Mm. that um i get to support you on that and if that's your staff or if that's your partner if that's your kid that's massive because it's huge yeah like for me the other like if you're not aware of that you could easily run somebody into the ground yeah from a place look, of love without even knowing exactly i i think i think there's two parts to it hey where the gold is with this thing one is well three one is the synthesis it's a, it's i think there's power in that like the, the sum of the parts is greater than the whole second is it allows you to understand your decision making process and thirdly, it allows you to understand other people around you and how their decision-making process might be different to yours and how their work might be different to yours. And, you know, like what you said, hey, what, what, like, let's, you know, let's, let's go, let's create, let's start now, boom, let's do it, boom, 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 out it all comes. And for some people, that can be intimidating. Even for your own wife, again, she's, like, she's like in amazement of you, the way you can do all that. And it's like, oh, wow, that's like, that's not, that's something she can you can admire in you but it's not something to replicate if it's not your design you know Mm -hmm. so she understands that she's going to understand you better and you're going to understand how to work with her better not just in your relationship but like in your work so it's it's like super powerful to that like i know my my partner's projector so it's like you know if i try and go 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 with her she just gets exhausted you know um, and she needs rest and she needs space. I don't always have the capacity for to like provide that for her, but it's a good reminder, you know, that she works different. Whereas to me, it's like, well, I've been on a five-year project. I'm like, <laughs> finishing this degree. It's going to take me five years. Like, boom, I'm on it. Like, yeah. just <laughs> don't distract me from it. I'm on a mission here. Yeah. <laughs> One of the things that... I've been thinking about the last couple of years uh, is this word of purpose. And basically, you know, you talk to a lot of people and one of the complaints is that things, they're not feeling like they're on purpose or um, it's the sort of word that's really popped up into the culture. And so my question is, you know, because for me, one of the ways that I think about this is, um, not really this idea of, you know, you're supposed to be doing one thing for life and, you know, he, they're doing that thing and they're on purpose, but because yeah. uh, it just hasn't played out that way for me. There's been like 10 or 12 different complete careers, right? So the way that I kind of reframed it to make myself feel a bit better was this idea of projects uh, mm. that last any length of time. Maybe it's a whole business, like a, a store or a gym or something, or maybe it's something a little bit shorter that could still be a project, but something to sink my teeth into. And then that sort of generator side can go to work and can be, can be stuck in and kind of on purpose to me is like focused on the task that feels meaningful and you feel like you're kind of moving forward. But my question is, is that just the, um, manifested generator, you know, in this way of looking at things in me speaking or is that something else this this concept of purpose or this frustration that a lot of people feel uh am i missing something completely in terms of how you look at it or what do you think well firstly um you know there is there's an overarching theme to all those things for you gym shoe shop and apa it's not it wasn't a shoe shop it was a a hub for running you know it was like it was beyond a, a, a shop um so um uh that the common theme throughout that which is the purpose is to help people 
be better, be better versions of themselves or the better athletes, better, um, you know, stronger, moving better, less pain or, 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 or understanding that their business is them and they are the business and the better they are, the better their business is instead yeah. of trying to f- push both. So there's a, there's a common purpose theme that runs under all that. The projects were all different. Yeah. Yeah. So you made those projects happen based on that underpinning sense of direction and that sense of direction from this sort of lens of human design comes from that little yellow diamond in the middle, which is the, they call it the G center. That's the center of love and direction. So you get this, you know, what's on purpose in inverted commas for you. Whereas for me, it's undefined. So I'm good at reflecting yours back to you, but I'm not that good at, 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 at creating my own yeah or understanding even my own so that comes back to responding 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 so just real quickly like someone said to me you know if you want to do a miracle you need to do cranial work do you understand what cranial work is and i was like uh-huh and he's like you should do a short course in that i was like mm-hmm. and i did it <laughs> and i got introduced to the concepts of osteopathy then i met an osteopath and i was like he's like do you want to work for me with help me with something i'm like yeah hell yeah yeah he's like okay great so then i learned about osteopathy from him and then i was like i was getting like oh no no but it was kind of a not self theme and then eventually i just went fuck it i'm jumping into osteopathy and boom like everything flowed from there really well you know so it's like i had to respond 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 because i don't know my sense love and i don't know my direction but I can yeah. help you find yours and then you know it when you've got it, but you can also kind of make it happen yourself because of the way your design's set up. Um, that's why you, yeah, you can see like each phase of your life had a very clear direction to it until you decide to change direction. The biggest thing, the biggest thing you did was, was respond to that koala when you were working as an aerospace engineer and you went, wait a second, <laughs> this is, this is not right. And you, cause you weren't helping anyone. You were working on, you know, jets. Mm. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you changed and, 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 and imagine, I'm just imagining that the likelihood of you going back to that is fairly, fairly limited, but for someone with a, with a, um, undefined center of direction they'll sit there for 20 years, kind of what, stressing about whether they should have left when they saw the koala or not. Yeah. Unless they've got someone to help them. Uh, reflect back or unless they're missing something that they should be responding to you know i just think of um i just think of that that book the alchemist right like most people have read that it's a pretty well read book it's one of my favorite books it's one of the only books i'll actually read um and he's at he's at the oasis and and they say to him he's sort of like well i don't want to leave this woman i fell in love with and just to go and search to go and find my treasure and and the and the and the alchemist sort of says to him, yeah, okay. Um, and he basically gives him a gift. He says, you know, do you want me to tell you what's going to happen if you do that? And he's like, yes. And he's like, well, you're going to still have all the omens because the, you, you you your soul wants you to go and find your treasure. So you're going to have the omens. You're going to be really successful as the as the counselor of the of the oasis. Um, but because you're ignoring your own your own omens, eventually the signs are going to leave you and they're going to sack you from that, but you would have made a lot of money anyway, and you'll have hit many camels. Um, and, and, uh, geez, I'm getting tingles down my spine. Just talking about this. You have many camels and you'll die rich, but unfulfilled and your wife Fatima will also feel really bad and die unfulfilled because she knows she's held you back from your treasure, you know? And so what it's, what it's really saying is like, if you live not self, you're going to end up in that unfulfilled, unpurposeful kind of state, but you could on the surface look pretty successful. Mm. Hello. How much of that do we see around these days? Yeah. <laughs> People driving around with plenty of money and plenty of loans <laughs> and income and whatever else appearing to be successful, but hello, what's going on with mental health, anxiety through the roof, depression through the roof, you know, suicide through the roof. That's why. Yeah, because we're not living self. We're we well, what my old friend Tony Ansel would call denatured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that living in self could look completely different, right? Which is so cool. You know, could be a business owner, but it could be 
it could be uh, you know a forty-year career and and you know uh, as a builder, it could be. It's not going to be what where you are or what you're doing. It's going to be, uh, you know, I. It's so interesting. It's going to be more of how how closely aligned or how much you're allowing your yourself to come through. How yeah, you yourself. Yeah. yeah. So if it's if you're a builder, you need to respond. Yeah. But if you and you're a generator, I mean. But if you're a manifester and you're a builder, you need to create. You know, you need to go and make make big developments happen yeah <laughs> yeah yeah otherwise you'll get angry <laughs> yeah yeah it's really interesting wraps up um it's really interesting especially to to, to come at it and and understand a little bit more hear a little bit more about it um having come through and looked at things kind of from the story perspective or, or how you've lived really digging into how people have lived or how I've lived or how others have lived and how what's been lived through them up until this point. Mm. Um, because when you can really express that and, and understand, you know, whether it's the values or whether it's, you know, um, what's important to those people as shown by how they've lived, when you can express that fully and kind of identify and own that, uh, your your transmission or your frequency gets strong like you can feel it in the person when they exactly when they speak when they make a cake whatever they do like making a coffee like it's like whoa this person's this person's on, on. yeah yeah, yeah. And it's kind of a similar thing you know it's sounding sort of a similar sort of vibe oh fully i mean for me it's like <clears throat> i've tried to be in health for so many years <laughs> and like if you look back at all my appointment books they're all kind of spare sparse you know they're all a bit empty it's like i've never been busy and now like i put my hands on and i'm just like so there you know and it's like now it's it, i'm busy and it's not because i'm smart ass or anything it's just because I've, I've i've found that like i've learned to respond to to what we call the primary respiratory mechanism which is inherent in all of us it's the movement of our nervous system and our tissues coiling and uncoiling it. It's like, it's the basis of life actually. So I found a vehicle where I can respond to the basis of life and then it's symbiotic. So, but, but, you know, we're sold so much what we we're talking about before this distraction, we're sold so much that that's all easy that that all comes to you, you know, <clears throat> and it's not, it's like training, you know, like you, you don't, you don't get a six pack by kind of, looking at weights you know you have to sweat you have to get blisters on your hands and you know like you have to get injuries and pain and you have to get up in the morning like oh god so sore and i still didn't achieve what i wanted to achieve you know like i admire that about the movement gym people because they they work and work and work at specific sequences and movements till they've got it you know till they can do that handstand thing or whatever it is um and 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 uh that that's what it takes and that's what it takes and it's a metaphor for life as well you know to get your to get your handstand to get your inversion takes time and dedication and practice and skill and strength and courage and knocks and falling over and hitting your head and getting back up and going back to it and using those lessons to be even better this the next time around you know mm. yeah Whereas if you just go from handstand workshop to handstand workshop and never actually do the work that you've learned in the workshop, big deal. You'll never, you'll never do the handstand. So do you mean in, in, to wrap that back, are you saying that like, if you're, you know, uh, if you, if you get stuck or if you're getting, you know, sort of caught into distraction traps and these kinds of things, it's the normal, it could be the normal expression, uh, of, or one expression of, uh, your your pattern or your your chart or your way of your default way of being kind of if you haven't um, if you haven't practiced working around that is that kind of what you're saying like it's a practice to learn to navigate that is that what you mean or yeah 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 to to stay dedicated to it yeah. what I was saying is like for me to respond to learn to respond like that's been a fifteen year Okay. journey yeah and now it's now now i can respond to every patient that sends me a text and says can i book in it's like mm, yep 
mm-hmm. but not on that day. But mm-hmm. love to love to help you. It's a pleasure to be of service to you. People say thank you so much. I'm like, it's a total pleasure. Like it's yeah. an honor. I'm humbled to be, you know, I, uh, able to work with that mechanism. So I'm saying for me to get to that point has 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 been fucking hard mm. and so painful. And that's but that's what life is about. So the chart just gives you a a, a way of helping to navigate that to helping those falls, but it's not going to do the handstand for you. Correct. Nor, yeah, nor is yeah. going from one human design workshop to another, you know, <laughs> like that's what gives really? me shits about workshops. Everyone goes and does them or drinks the tea or whatever it is. And then comes yeah. back. Oh, that's amazing. Well, great. What's going to change, change yeah. it, fucking do it, do take the lessons, integrate them in. And then once that's integrated, go to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. One thing I think is um, as soon as you learn it, like find an expression to implement it, you know, find some way to implement it or teach it or use it because then at least you're going to get the feedback if like, you know, maybe you don't use it, but maybe it's useful and you're going to know pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, But it does take that. It it takes that on the court. Um, You see a lot in business, you know, you could you could do you know, three sales calls or three, you know, you sign your first lease or, you know, work with three clients and you're going to grow more than you've grown in 300 textbooks and podcasts. Absolutely. Okay. It's, just, it's, it's just so different. When the pressure's on. The pressure's, yeah, it's yeah. so different and it's so gold, you know, but it does take, it, it is hard as well. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what you want. That's what you want. You want it to be hard. You don't shy away from it to be hard. Yeah. Like flowers growing shit, you know, like, you know, it's like those forces are what grew like forces as an embryo. It's, it's force and compression that creates the space. Mm-hmm. If everything, if all the cells were just jumbled up in the, in the, um, you know, in, in a, in a little sack and they're all mashed together, you'd never get growth. You'd never get differentiation of tissues. You would never be you. It's the, it's the compression and the, and the forces and the movement that shapes who you are. And it, that doesn't stop when you're born. All of them like, oh, wow, everything should be easy from now. Bullshit. It's just a different compression, compression in a different way. Mm. And how you respond to that compression determines this, the, the quality of the tissue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I like that. How you respond to the compression. One thing I, one way I think about this, is um i know we've gone off track a little bit but (laughs) like it's like almost assuming that the work is infinite like like how long is it going to take or how much work is going to take if you kind of go okay it's going to take a lot like it's going to take a long time whatever you really want to do you know especially in business Hmm. um but once you once you see that as almost infinite like you know a long time then the question is more of like you know how do you what's your relationship with the work like, how, how do you want to relate to the fact that you're got to turn up and, and be compressed? And it's kind of like you, it's kind of like when you said how you respond to the compression, hmm. um, to me sort of resonates as that. It's like, what's your relationship with the work? Yeah. You know, the, the, how are you going to show up even though it's going to be this compression or this, this slog for maybe years, you know, yeah. depending on what you're doing. Yeah, fully. Like, going to do a five-year degree it's like like you've done that i've done that that's compression so the five-year degree that i'm just literally finishing is like the hardest thing i've ever done but it's given me it's going to give me like the best the greatest thing i've ever done (laughs) and think about that like anything really really good that you've got in your life has come out of something that was hard i bet you yeah yeah i almost didn't finish mine there was one (laughs) <laughs> mine was only four years but i was in year three i went to tahiti by myself and um i was surfing this break that was like it was like a 2k paddle out from to get to the reef and i was by myself and it was morning sun like crystal clear water <laughs> i was like i was like i was like 18 19 years old or something and i was like I, why would i go back to you yeah <laughs> to go do like the the thesis and stuff i was like like i'm not gonna go back this is just like not that i was gonna stay there but i was just like this is life right like why would i go back to those brick buildings um 
and because it gives you an appreciation of those moments yeah yeah Yeah. you can't you can you can live in that in that crystal clear water and that sunset forever and then you'll you'll just like you take your last breath and you'd be like oh no (laughs) i didn't fulfill anything you know you'll die unfulfilled doing that it's it's a it's a funny paradox it is funny yeah Mm. All right, brother, let's um, wrap it up there. Just mindful of your time, but uh, yeah, bro. thanks for sharing all that with me. And I know, um, yeah, it's been a really interesting one to stumble back into it, especially when um, pretty much ignored it the first time to see it. To <laughs> I won't take offense. <laughs> well, yeah, I didn't, not, not you, but just no, nah, I'm, right? I'm joking. Like, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm <laughs> joking. But, um, yeah, that's a pleasure, yeah, su- man. Super cool, and, and I I know it's trending, but it's kind of cool to see it. Um, if it brings fuck, I'm happy if it's trending. Yeah, yeah, that's what <laughs> I'm I really think. happy if it's trending. Yeah. Trend it on, bring it on, because like people need that info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then let's do another one. We'll jump on again. I'd love to talk more about the breathing and um, dive into that also. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> How's that feel for you? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. let's do it do you want to do it now <laughs> is there anything else you want to talk about or run through oh no i better go actually because yeah. i've got to do another thing in five minutes yeah all right brother thanks so much i'll uh, probably get this one up tonight and i appreciate your time as always a lot of love and stay safe and, back at you except for the stay safe <laughs> all right bro. all right man catch you That's it for this episode of the Access Potential Podcast. Thanks so much for joining me. Make sure to head over to the website, jump on and subscribe to the daily blog, johntmarsh.com. Also, the other helpful thing you can do is forward this podcast along to anyone who you think might find it helpful. Uh, Or you can jump on and subscribe as well. If you have any questions on this episode or any of the others, send them along, john at johntmarsh.com, and I can get to them on one of the future episodes. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.